Hello you guys, what is up? Welcome back to Living Lovely Podcast. Hi, I'm Amanda. Today, we are uploading this podcast a little bit late. I apologize. I've had so many technical difficulties, so much going on in my life for the past few weeks since school has started. I'm so overwhelmed and so I'm really sorry. If you guys don't follow me on Instagram at Living Lovely Podcast, be sure to go ahead and follow me on there so you guys can kind of stay up to date with everything that's going on, if the podcast is going to be going up late, why it's going up late, all those kind of things. And also submitting your questions. I do a Q&A at the end of each episode so you guys can be a part of it. So today, the episode is going live a little bit late because I lost power last night. It was the second night in a row that we've had no power Um, two nights ago, a huge tree fell down in front of our house-ish, a little bit down the road, and knocked out the entire street's, um, power, and our road is still shut down. Like, it's closed, like, you're not supposed to drive down it unless you live on it. Um, it's a big mess, and so they shut off our power last night, I think, to kind of still fix it, and I have a really scary feeling that it's gonna happen again tonight because of the road still being closed, so let's just hope not. But we are going to go ahead and just get straight into the video. Today's episode, I am going to be talking about how I get inspired, what inspires me, all of that kind of stuff. It's the beginning of February, and I feel like this is kind of where everyone starts to fall off their track of their New Year's goals and resolutions and everything. So hopefully, I will get you guys back on track today and let you know what keeps me motivated and inspired to keep going. Also, for this episode, I am not going to edit it. Um, If there are huge things that I need to edit out, I will do that. But I wanted to give this a shot. I feel like a lot of the other podcasts that I listen to don't necessarily do any editing at all. So I wanted to give this a shot. So it's just very real, unedited, raw with you guys. So be sure to let me know how you feel about that. I'm going to be posting a few polls for today's episode up on the Instagram, Living Lovely Podcast. So if you guys want to go and give me some feedback, I would absolutely appreciate it. And let's just go ahead and get straight in. We're going to start out with the lows and the highs of the week. Start out with the low. This week, I just feel very behind. Kind of like I was mentioning, I feel like everything is catching up to me all at once. I have a lot tons and tons of reading to do for school. If you guys are new here, I am a senior at the University of Connecticut. I'm in my final semester, but I added on a minor. So basically I'm taking my entire minor this semester. So it's just a lot. I'm taking 16 credits, which is much better than my previous semester. I was doing 18 so I could graduate on time, but um, we are pushing through it. Everything will be fine, but I just feel very behind. And another law that I'm going to add on to that is that I haven't been uploading Week in My Life videos. If you guys are coming from a YouTube channel, which I'm assuming the majority, if not all of you are, I have been planning to post a Week in My Life every week on my channel. And the way that my schedule is set up in school, there's basically zero time that I can film either in between classes or even film in my classes. Not that I would do much. It would just be like small little like overview clip or whatever, but my schedule does not allow any of that. Honestly, it is back to back to back to back ridiculous and stressful, honestly. So there has been nothing that I've been filming during the school day. And if I'm filming outside of school, it's like also not much. Like I haven't been doing much exciting things. So I'm debating And I'm going to start doing the week in my lives just on weeks where I have things going on outside of school. I'm not sure. 
So I'm hoping um, that this week I will be able to kind of get back on track for that because there are a few things going on that are important and I want to keep you guys updated on. So that is just where I'm at. I'm frustrated that I haven't been uploading them, but I don't want to upload something that I'm also not happy with. So that's kind of where that frustration is coming from. But going on to the high, I feel like I'm maybe figuring out what I'm doing in life and I kind of hinted at this on my Facebook page. If you guys are not following me or part of my Facebook page, be sure to go and join that. It's Amanda's Lovely Little Fam. I will have the link in the description of the pod. So basically on Thursday, my entire life got um, just thrown uh, like... I don't even know how to explain what I'm saying. Basically, everything I had planned kind of just got thrown out the window and there is now a new plan kind of in the works. So I'm going to touch on it a little bit now, but I'm also going to be sitting down and kind of letting you guys know everything in this week's podcast. So if you guys are not following me or subscribed to me on YouTube, be sure to head on over there and subscribe at Amanda Louise. So on Thursday, I had a call with a woman And I'm not going to use names or like companies and things like that just because it's just not necessary. But I might have hinted to you guys in the past that my dad's cousin's wife works in the fashion industry and like the merchandising realm of it. And that's what I want to go into. And I was planning on going to grad school. I finished applying to all the grad schools I wanted to. And I was talking to her about it and she was kind of saying that grad school isn't necessarily necessary for fashion merchandising like we take all backgrounds all different majors people are like history majors English majors you know everything so you don't necessarily need a degree in it and while I was listening to her saying that I still felt very strongly that I wanted to do it just because it would give me some experience it would make me feel more comfortable and all that stuff so um I saw her around Christmas time and she took my email she was like I'm gonna give your number to someone that works for me maybe in like the recruiting department so she can reach out to you and you guys can discuss any questions that you're having and so on Thursday I finally talked to her and basically she recommended the same thing that grad school for me was really just going to be a waste of time and money and she really advised that I didn't do it that I just went into my career and got started she said most companies like theirs they expect people to be coming from all different backgrounds and they train people how they want them to be trained they don't expect them to know anything to start so she said that that's really not something that I should worry about and that I should really just go for it and start getting experience so um that is kind of where I'm at right now I think grad school is kind of off the table at the moment um and For their company, they have a headquarters in New York in San Francisco, but I know three people at the headquarters in San Francisco, and so she kind of sounded like she was recommending that I, you know, give that a shot, apply for one of the starting positions, and work my way up through there. So over my spring break, I'm going to be traveling to San Francisco to kind of check out the area, um, see if that would be something that I'd be interested in doing. I have always wanted to live in California but um it was just kind of like a whirlwind of emotions like when I was finding out that maybe grad school is not the path that I should take and so um that's kind of where I'm at 
I feel like I'm on the path to finding out what I'm doing with my life. And even though it's... Sorry, I don't know what that noise just was. And even though it's so, so, so scary, um, I am ready for that and I'm excited for that. So that's kind of my high for the week. I feel like I'm finally figuring out what's going on with my life. I think Billy's moving his house. Yeah, Billy's moving his house around. So I really hope you can hear that. Okay, moving on to the favorite of the week. This has been one of my favorites for a while. Actually, I'm going to say two things because one thing is more um, time sensitive and the other thing is just one of my favorites. So the first thing that is time sensitive is something that I'm drinking right now. ASMR. The pink velvet coffee from Dunkin' Donuts. It is so good and I'm so upset that it's limited edition because I can't stop drinking it and it's probably going to be gone after Valentine's Day. So I'm just getting it out of my system now while I can because <laughs> I was drinking black coffee and um, it's probably going to be pretty hard to go back to it after this, honestly. And then my other favorite are Glamnetic Lashes. I have been wearing these probably since around Thanksgiving and they are absolutely amazing. I get questions all the time about how I apply my lashes, how I do them so well, or, you know, things like that. Just, like, what are the secrets to applying fake lashes? And Glamnetic is literally the key, I swear. If you guys have a hard time putting on lashes, getting them to stay, stuff like that, now Billy's drinking water. Again, I really, really hope you cannot hear him. These lashes are amazing. So, basically, it is a magnetic lash and you use a magnetic eyeliner so you just draw on a winged liner let it dry and then stick the lashes to it and they don't move it's absolutely amazing i highly recommend if you guys want to wear lashes and you just cannot get the hang of it they are a little bit more on the expensive side the lashes i think are around like 30 dollars, and i think it's about the same for the eyeliner but and this is really disgusting and you guys are probably going to be like ew what the heck but I'm just gonna be really honest with you I had a pair of those lashes for probably like two two three and a half or two and a half to three months I would say and they stay in perfect condition you clean them off and they like don't look like you've even worn them for three months and I would literally wear other pairs of lashes for like a week so I'm obsessed they I literally just ordered another pair because they were getting misshapen and stuff but you don't need to put any makeup on them at all they're amazing i highly recommend sorry about that i just had a little sneezing attack okay so next we are going to go on to a new segment that i'm going to incorporate into the podcast which is a goal of the week i'm kind of going to be touching on this more in the main part of the podcast a little bit later but I want to start incorporating this because I think it's a great way to hold myself accountable for things because I'm going to check in with you guys the pre like the following week and let you know if I achieved the goal if I'm still working on it or you know all that stuff so I think it's going to hold me accountable which will be very very good so my goal for this week is to finally upload a week in my life as I was kind of saying earlier I also have an exam on Thursday. It's my first exam of the semester. So I'm hoping to really do well on that and also spend some extra time in the library to crack down on some work. I feel like I'm just falling very behind on my reading and everything. And that's something that I did not want to happen this semester. And it is. So I'm hoping that I will be able to crack down this week and just 
get my ish together. All right, so I will check in with you guys next week, let you know how that went. And now we are going to hop into the Bachelor Brief with Amanda Louise. I do the Bachelor Brief every week on the podcast. It is a little recap, including my thoughts of the previous week's Bachelor episode. And this week's might be a little bit long because it was five hours this week. We had three hours on Monday, two hours on Wednesday, and I got lots to say. But I typed out all my thoughts, so hopefully they will be condensed and I won't go off on a tangent for like 45 minutes. Okay. If you guys are not Bachelor fans, I will put a timestamp in the description or the, um, whatever it's called, the show notes. So if you guys want to skip ahead, you can do that as well. Okay, let's get into it. So first, Alea gets sent packing. Bye-bye. Thank you, Lord. I cannot stand that girl. She needed to leave. The fact that she came back, it was all for like the drama of it. And I'm sure that producers had something to do with it, but... I'm so glad she's gone, and I just hope that we don't see her again. <laughs> Next, on Monday's episode, Victoria P. starts, like, she's really showing her true colors, and I, if you guys remember, I loved her, but, like, she needs to hardcore chill. She is becoming way too, too much, um, and I'm just very shocked. I feel like it's a completely, like, 360 of her attitude and the way she's acting and I don't know I'm not a fan and she needs to chill out thank you very much next we they travel to I'm not really remembering where they went but somewhere and Kelly goes well if I don't get time with Peter whatever like I'm here to have fun uh uh um what did you come on the show for a vacation like I am so confused how do you say that? Like, you, first of all, you know he's going to watch his back. Second of all, all of America is watching, and you just looked like an idiot because you just told us that you basically came on the show for a vacation. Like, if you don't get time with him, whatever, not a big deal. Like, that, Peter's literally the reason you're here. So, um, confused. Okay. Also, this is the episode that Peter had his accident running into a golf cart. Okay. Him hitting the golf cart didn't even cut his head open. He smashed a glass into it. I am unwell. Um, could he be more clumsy? I really don't think so, but he's just so darn cute. You just, you know, it's fine. Whatever. <laughs> That's just, that was really funny to me. Also, moving on to Kelsey. I think it was last week. Yes, I believe it was last week that I said I liked her, but um, just kidding. She's irritating again. Keep her away from the alcohol and chill, girlfriend. Like, showing your emotions is fine, but you signed up for the show. Like, did she not know what it was? Like, I would never, ever, ever go on The Bachelor because I know that I would have to kill all of the girls on the show. Like, I don't share. Um, but you did. You signed up for this. So, I just feel like she needs to learn herself a little bit better before she puts herself into these types of situations because clearly she thinks she can handle things like this, but you can't, Nemo. Okay, if you guys understood that reference, I love you and um, don't think I'm strange, okay? She just, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I'm not a fan. Like I said, you can show your emotions, but it's just, it's too much. It's too much. Moving on to another point, Berkeley in my 
group. We have a group me that we chat about The Bachelor that we made through my Facebook page. I will also have that linked in the show notes. So be sure to check that out and join if you guys want to chat with us about all things Bachelor while The Bachelor is on. She made such a good point because the girls kept saying she wants him to figure out what like he wants and stuff like that. So I'm just going to quote what she said because I couldn't say it any better. She said, okay, One thing that has annoyed me the first few minutes is that the girls keep saying they want him to figure out what he wants and calling him wishy-washy. Well, yeah, that's the point. Like, if he knew what he wanted, there would be no show because he'd point at one girl and go, yep, that's the one. There'd be no need to choose if he just knew what he wanted. Like, that's the whole premise. He doesn't. And like I said, she could not have said this better. That is such a good point. Like, they're hating on Peter for being like, he doesn't know what he wants. Like, he's all over the place. Like, oh my god, just like make up your mind. But he's literally dating how many women right now? Like, can you imagine doing that? Because I sure can't. And like, like she said, that is the entire premise of the show. So they need to realize that and kind of cut him a little bit of a break. I don't know next we're gonna move on to sydney so sydney tells peter about her high school experience and i really really felt for her like that's awful um i hated high school so hearing someone go through something like that is absolutely heartbreaking but moving on there were some girls in my group that were saying like i've heard bad things about sydney and i was having a really hard time you know, kind of accepting that because I was like, how can you say this after this like sad story she just told? But if you guys haven't seen it, there have been things posting all over the place that she hardcore lied about it all. She said that she sat in the bathroom each day for lunch and didn't go to prom or homecoming or anything like that. She didn't have friends and she was bullied. And um, I'm not saying that she wasn't called names, And it's absolutely awful if she was, and that should never happen. But how can you make up things like that and not expect to get exposed? There are people posting pictures all of their yearbook that they must have gone to high school together or something with her. There are pictures of her at prom. There are pictures of her winning pageants. Like, she clearly was, like, a popular girl. And so, girl, you look really bad. Like, really bad. I'm upset. I thought I really liked her. But she called out Alea for being fake and like, hello? You are really fake. I don't know. So that just upset me. Um, And I'm glad that Peter sent her home. Maybe he saw that in her or I don't know. I don't know. Next, moving on to the magazine shoot date and Victoria F. wins the cover shot. Well, well, well. I've said it once and I will say it again. This girl is a no from me, dog. Cosmo released that they wouldn't be publishing the cover with Victoria F because she modeled for a campaign wearing a White Lives Matter shirt. Yep. No. She is controversial in literally all realms of life and I just can't do it anymore. I really, I really can't. Moving on to Kelsey. Um, honey, are you really falling in love? You've literally known him for like three days, sis. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. I know that when you know, you know, but I don't know. They've like talked four times. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Just a little skeptical, that's all. Next, we're going to move on to Kelly's dates. Um, girl, do more. She 
made zero effort. She doesn't seem like she wants to. So, Petey boy, why is she still there, honey? Goodness gracious, like, she put zero effort in. Even the energies on the date that they went on said that, like, there was a disconnect and, like, she wasn't feeling it as much as him, basically. And she goes, uh, she was like, yep, like, true. Like, uh, uh, what? Um, okay. Um, go home. Thank you. And I don't know about you guys, but I just can't see them together at all anymore. Like, I didn't like her from the start, but it wasn't that I couldn't see them together. I just didn't like her. But, like, why did I feel like he was on a date with his grandma? I don't know. I don't know. Not a fan. Not a Kelly fan. I feel like a lot of people do like her. Like, I get it. She's mature. But she's, like, boring. And especially for Peter, he's so much fun. She would be in the corner of the bar being like, he'd be like, let's go dance. She'd be like, no, like it's late and I'm tired. She's just boring. They're not a match at all. And she needs to go find another lawyer, man. Okay. Continuing. We're going to move on to the whole popping pills thing. Um, Tammy was called out by Kelsey for saying that she was, like, an alcoholic and popping pills and stuff. And when it was finally brought up in the group of girls, Tammy was saying, like, Victoria F., I mean, I'm sorry, Victoria P. was the one that brought up the popping pill things. Did you realize how everyone, like, ignored that? I was absolutely shocked. Like, I liked Victoria P. And I was like, whoa, 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 like, rewind a second. She did what? Like, don't get me wrong. I can't stand Cammy, but, like, Vicky P. deserves some heat on that one. Because how do you spread a rumor that someone's popping pills? That's, like, very serious. How did no one catch that? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Okay, we're going to move on to Wednesday's episode. The first thing I would like to say is why... Do these girls feel the need to tell Peter they don't think someone else is ready for marriage? Like, what? How is that your business? Or why do you think that your opinion matters at all? I don't know. Okay, moving on. They know what comes out of the episode they or like season, the show, whatever. They know that that's what they're going on for. So if they weren't ready, they wouldn't do it. I don't know. I mean, I know some people use it for the publicity and stuff, but... I just don't think that's the case with all of them. I don't think that that's their place to say anything. Okay, moving on, moving on, moving on. Okay, so next we're going to talk about Hannah Ann's date. The fact that she said she was with someone for three years and didn't love them, but then after talking to Peter twice, she's suddenly in love. Like, hmm, okay, sis. Like, I did feel bad for her because he kind of freaked out when she was just being honest with him. So, I don't know. Um, this whole situation is strange as heck. But, um, Hannah Ann is growing on me. So, we'll see where things goes. I'm still Team Madison for life, though. Okay, just making that clear here. Next, the McKenna versus Tammy face-off. Who will Peter trust? Who will go home? And who will win Peter's heart? Neither, because they're both obsessed with drama and quoting Pinterest inspirational quotes. I love that McKenna was sticking up for herself because she's right. There's no room for mean girls like Tammy. But McKenna is a mess too, and I just don't see her and Peter together. So, um, also on that whole thing, I think a lot of people were mad that Peter kept McKenna around kind of for false hope and then sent her home the rose ceremony like literally 10 minutes later. 
but hear me out. I think he did it because he kind of wanted to give Tammy a slap in the face, in a way. Showing her that lies and nastiness were not going to win, he could... I think he could definitely see that in her. And so sending her home first, it was kind of like, Tammy, you didn't win this round, sis. But yes, he still sent McKenna home. But honestly, I feel that if I were in McKenna's position, I would have wanted him to do it in that way if he was going to send me home anyway to show Tammy that she didn't win that battle, so to say. Then we have the exit of Victoria P., I am high-key shook, and I think all of America was. But I think she was putting on all an act for us, too. You know, you don't go from being America's sweetheart to being super, like, I don't know, talking back, acting like she's queen, and you have to bow down to her. I don't know. I was also just irritated. Like, okay, let me explain. Yes, you should know your worth and add tax, but, 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 When he was like, you're going to make someone so happy. And she goes, I know. Like, I know? I don't know. She's made comments like that quite frequently. And every time she does it, it like makes me cringe and leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Um, And I think it was honestly good on his part that he sent her home instead of dragging her along any longer. Because she was falling for him. And I think that we all kind of thought we saw a connection with them. And so the fact that all of a sudden he was like, Mm-mm, this ain't it, sis, you gotta go. I think that was good because I think she was gonna be the one that got most invested and he needed to cut the ties early on. I was also completely shocked about Sydney and her being sent home, but maybe he saw the lie in her story. Who knows? Because I was quite blindsided by that decision because all of these things came out about Sydney like right now, not while he was filming. So... I don't know. Maybe Peter's a good judge of character after all. Who knows? Then, going on to Victoria F.'s date, she basically tells Peter to shut up. Like, um, look whose past is coming to haunt her. Hmm. She, like, won't open up with Peter about literally anything because She literally can't tell him the truth. Like, oh, so this is the reason I'm having a hard time, you know, opening up and moving on and stuff is because I literally broke up three of my friends' marriages and um, I'm really sorry. That was kind of just a spoiler. If you guys, it's not a spoiler for the show, but basically Victoria F. is a homewrecker. I'm really sorry. I did not mean to just um, come out and blatantly say that, but her past is definitely coming to haunt her. And I think she knows, like, if she makes it all the way to the end and Peter finds that out, she's going to be another Jed. So that is the issue that's coming about. But she was being so rude and she never, ever looks at him because she's a liar. Like, it's as simple as that. I just cannot with that woman. Okay, Bachelor Brief is now complete. Now we're going to move on to the main part of this episode. We are going to, oh my god, there's a ladybug crawling on me out of literally nowhere. What is going on? I was like, what is on me all of a sudden? I am very sorry. Honey, come here. Oh my goodness. How did you just get on my finger? Come here, dude. She's running. Running, running, running. I should not sing. Okay, I'm just, come on, come on. I keep trying to put a tissue in front of her, and she's like, nope, I would rather run on your hand, actually. So, thanks, though. 
Oh my god, now she's gonna fly. Oh my god. It's, it freaks me out when they fly. Okay, we're done. I'm moving on. Sorry about that. So today I'm going to be talking to you guys about how I push myself past the lack of motivation and continue to do what I wanted to do at the beginning of the year. Um, like I said before, it's the start of February. If you're like me and the rest of the world, this is kind of where New Year inspiration starts to wear off a bit. I still have the motivation to achieve my goals and go to the gym, but I'm nowhere where I started on January 1st. So I thought that this episode would be helpful for me to reflect on how I can improve and do things to re-motivate myself and also kind of let you guys know what helps me and hopefully it will help you as well. So first, write down your goals if you haven't already and continuously check back up on them. Whether you check your list every night, once or twice a week, every other week, remind yourselves of the goals that you want to achieve so you don't lose sight of them or fall off track. This is really important. Like I said, it's really easy to forget your goals. And so just rechecking every so often will really help hold you accountable and be like, oh, I forgot about this. I'm not doing this and I need to start doing that. So that is my first tip. Step two is take baby steps on how you can achieve your goals. I am going to start making a goal or so a week so I can check in with you guys each week like I started, um, kind of in hopes of holding myself accountable. You can either make a note to yourself that you can check off at the end of each week or even find a friend that you can share your goals with so they can help hold you accountable as well. I find that when I'm telling someone that I'm doing going to do something, I feel more pressured to get it done and in turn, I am more likely to do it. So that is how I'm going to be incorporating my goals of the week into the podcast. So you guys are holding me accountable for it. And um, feel free to yell at me if I'm not doing something. If I keep coming back and I'm like, this still isn't happening. Like, you can roast me. Be like, yo, Mandy, what you doing, sis? Like, get on your ish. Come on, come on. Like, we can do this. So baby steps are key. Um, You don't need to completely change your life all in one day, but... Taking small steps towards your goals are very important. Next, number three, remind yourself why you're setting these goals. Why do you want to go to the gym three times a week or eat healthier or study far in advance for an exam or start saving money, etc.? Because there's something big that it will help you achieve. You want to feel confident, feel better, ace your exam, buy a car or a house or something else that you really, really want. It's important to give yourself a checkpoint and remind yourselves why you're following these steps and doing these actions because the end goal will be all worth the steps along the way. So, like I said, remind yourselves what is so important about these things and that will help you achieve them along the way. Next step. Number four is creating a dream board. Whether you do this on Pinterest, Instagram, print one out, make one, cut things out of a magazine, etc., it really doesn't matter how you want to do it or the avenue that you take to do it. Photos really inspire me and so do other influencers. I have a board on Pinterest in which I've been planning and pinning things that inspire me or pictures that I want my 2020 to look like. Whether it be your outfit inspiration, your aesthetic, quotes that inspire you or mean a lot to you, etc. I also save things on Instagram that I love to go back and look at. This seems a little bit more out of the way for me, but I do find that I love a lot of things on Instagram, so it's nice to go back and see it all over again in one spot. Going on to the next, number five, kind of going off of this, is follow accounts that inspire you and unfollow those that don't. 
This is something that is really important for me. I really need to go on an unfollowing spree and unfollow accounts of people I don't know or they don't post things that I love to see, so on and so forth. I've been seeing a lot of posts on Facebook pages and stuff that people are kind of losing hope on finding relatable influencers or influencers that make you feel good versus focusing on what you don't have. And I think this is something that can be hard in this generation of designer. And don't get me wrong, I love designer things, but it isn't always realistic. And I feel like that's what a lot of Instagram accounts kind of have been focusing on recently. But I love to follow accounts that give me great dupes so I can still have the styles that I crave, but for affordable prices. My absolute favorite influencer of all time is Delaney Childs. Truthfully, not sure how long that I've been following her, but she is truly a gem. She's sweet, down to earth, reposts her follower stories all the time, comments back, gives links to everything that she shows, and also finds the best dupes and notifies you when her favorite things are on sale. I have never been so influenced by someone, literally anyone in my life. It's quite dangerous um, to follow her, to be honest, but I just adore her. And yes, if you're looking her up, she is the reason that I cut my hair. See what I'm talking about when I say being influenced. I'm not kidding. She is a ray of sunshine, and I would love to hear other accounts that make you guys feel the same way as well. I'm going to be putting a poll up on the Living Lovely Podcast Instagram so you guys can submit yours, and I'll repost them for everyone to see on that Instagram. Some other Instagram accounts that I love to follow, for me, a lot of my inspiration comes through kind of how I want my life to look, if that makes sense, but not even just like for the aesthetic of it, but when I... I mean, I guess semi the aesthetic, but like I'm not doing it for anyone but myself. Like when my life looks a certain way or I'm doing certain things, I just feel better. And so I do follow a lot of accounts that kind of portray the life that I want to live or goals that I'm moving towards. So um, just a few other Instagram accounts that I adore are X underscore, excuse me, x underscore carms she has great style and the same with it's b l v c k d zero p e like kind of like black dope but it's spelled differently they both have amazing styles they're all so neutral and like edgy and street style i'm obsessed one of them is from germany and the other one is also um international as well so i'm but they just oh my gosh they have the best style and their stuff is a little bit more expensive so like i said it's kind of that life that i like aspire for and it kind of inspires me to keep working hard and get things done because someday i could be doing the same things that they're doing and i also love emily and gemma on instagram she has always been one of my favorites her whole life, like her little family and everything are just goals. They're so cute. And I think it's important to kind of recognize like goals that inspire you versus goals that you end up hating your life out of, if that makes any sense. So these people, I aspire to work harder to achieve some of these goals and do certain things that they're doing or, you know, even dumb things like just have this purse or like this jacket's really cute and stuff like that but I need to work hard to make those things happen and they inspire me to do that versus if you're someone that just gets discouraged and you feel down about yourself that you can't have these things because of them those are not the kind of accounts that are for you and I think that it takes some exploring to find the right accounts that are for you and that are going to 
inspire you versus kind of bring you down. Um, but those are just a few of my favorite ones and I will link those in the show notes as well so you guys can find them a little bit easier. Next, I watch YouTube videos that inspire me. This is a big one for me. When I need motivation, I watch YouTube videos. Whether it be Daniel Carolyn, who has always been one of my favorites. She is just a girl boss. She's a college student. She has her own podcast, which I'm going to be talking about in a little bit. And she just gets everything done. She lives her dreams out and she like has a good time doing it. Also, I love watching Jessica Howell. Um, I went on the dope trip with her to California. She is a sweetheart. I absolutely love her and her videos really inspire me. She is currently kind of in, uh, she's moving around a bunch. Her boyfriend, or I should say fiance, um, works for football teams and stuff. And so he's constantly moving around and she moves with him. And so she's constantly getting put out of her comfort zone. So she has to find new gyms to work out at and pushing herself to go to different workout classes and this, that, and the other thing, just finding new people and new things to do. And that's very inspiring to me because I am someone that kind of likes to sit in my comfort zone and not try anything new, but um, her whole aesthetic is really, really nice and inspiring. She gets a lot done. She, I feel like, is constantly motivated, so she is also someone that I really like to watch when I need some inspiration. Another person, and this is going to be the last YouTube, and this is going to be the last YouTube channel that I touch on is Kenzie Elizabeth. She also is a total girl boss. She is a student living in, well, she just moved back to Texas, but she also has a house in LA. Um, she's very invested in God and going to church. She has her own podcast, YouTube channel, all of that stuff, and she balances everything really well. She's constantly motivating, getting things done, and they, all of those girls just really, really motivate me to get my ish together. And the last tip that I have for keeping myself inspired is listening to podcasts. A few of mine, my favorite ones are Gals on the Go, which is Brooke, what? I almost said Brooke Carolyn, Daniel Carolyn and Brooke Michio. Um, I mentioned Danielle for the YouTube videos. I never really watched Brooke that much, but I've been getting more into it as well because she lives in Boston, which is close to me. And she was working a traditional job and she recently quit to kind of do her own thing. So listening to both of their experiences um, really inspire me and they have very different outlooks on different things. And, you know, they've been through different things. So it just keeps things refreshing and they kind of, you know, let you know the honesty of things like this is... Not everything is always going to go perfect, and but you can work through it, and you just push yourself to be a better you, and everything's going to happen the way it's supposed to happen. So I really like them, and podcasts I'll just put on if I'm, I need to clean my room or something, because if I put on music, I end up dancing around my room and not actually cleaning, but the podcast, I'm like listening and focusing, and I'm getting stuff done, and I just really like doing that when I need to get stuff done. Another one that I really enjoy is the Morning Toast. I wouldn't necessarily say it's inspirational, but like I said, I like to turn these things on when I'm cleaning and, you know, wanting to get stuff done because it helps me focus. Theirs is more of a kind of pop culture Instagram. They give you the fast five stories that you need to hear before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. And they are just funny. It's two sisters that do it. They are just hilarious and I enjoy listening to them and they give me new information about things that I don't necessarily know. And another podcast that I love, um, a friend of mine, Taylor, started with her friend Megan. 
They discuss everything, balancing school, personal brands, internships, etc. Megan just graduated from college and Taylor's graduating in May, so they keep it real and honest on how they balance everything, and they're really inspiring and relatable. So I definitely recommend their podcast as well. It's called The Chatty Babes. So that is going to be it for the main part of this podcast, but I am going to head on over to the Instagram right now, and I am going to answer some questions that you guys sent in about whether it be about inspiration or just random other questions. So let's head on over now. As I said, if you guys don't follow me on the Living Lovely Podcast Instagram, be sure to do so so you can submit your questions so I answer them at the end of each podcast. The first one is, what gets you inspired to take pictures for Instagram? This is kind of going back to following people that inspire me. I save a lot of pictures um, on Instagram of either poses or outfits or things like that that I love and they're set up well and it gives me inspiration of where I should go to take pictures and if I need like a blank wall or you know stuff like that and also posting to my Instagram is like fun for me and I like watching my Instagram grow and doing things like that so it is fun for me it is a lot of work and I you know it takes time out of my schedule to almost a full day. Amy and I will usually go out and take pictures and we're out for an entire day trying to get the right looks and bring different outfits and just trying to get a bunch of content in. So it does take a lot of work, but it's something that I enjoy doing and yeah. What gets you inspired to work out? This is kind of going back to holding myself accountable and reminding me why I'm doing these things that I have on my to-do list, I guess you could say. So for me, I was always someone that was very, very comfortable in my body. I was a dancer for 15 years. So, I mean, I was kind of working out and being very hard on my body at all times. So I kind of had like, not abs, but like almost abs, like my whole life, um, just because I danced and, you know, I had like a relatively good metabolism. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere, I'm like, oh, everything's gone. Oh, the ladybug is on my microphone right now, and so she wanted to say hello, I believe. Hopefully you can't hear her, like, walking on it. I don't really know. Um, so I just have to keep reminding myself why I'm doing this, why I'm going to the gym, why I want to eat healthy. It's so I can get back to that confident feeling that I had my entire life that is kind of falling off track. And I am going to be going to a new place. Like if I move to San Francisco, I want to feel my absolute best. I don't want to be in that rut of like not as confident as usual. And you know, like going to a new place, you want to be your absolute best self. You want to be as confident as can be. And you want new people that you, you know, are going to be around to get that vibe from you. That you're confident, that you love yourself, that you're happy. And you don't want to not say yes to any opportunity you get just because you're like I just I don't feel confident in that I don't want to do that I don't you know so that's I guess what kind of keeps me going I have to keep remembering that I am doing it for a reason and that's what like I said keeps me going how do your family and Evan inspire you I think this is a great question I think people that you surround yourself with are obviously a huge part of your life and that they're kind of support and yeah I guess support um has to be really a drive of your motivation and inspiration so for me I often find that I am a large source of my own motivation 
I guess you could say. So things that I want to do, I'm doing because I want to do them, not because someone else is doing them or telling me that I should do them. But my family and Evan are very supportive of that. And I think that they just know that that's how I am. And for a while, I was kind of going in a path where I wasn't necessarily doing what I wanted to do. And they saw that that just wasn't right for me. And so, and what I mean by that is I initially went to college for allied health sciences just because that was a more practical route. I always wanted to do fashion, but you don't make great money starting out. It's kind of a hard industry to get into and succeed in. And so that scared me and I pushed it off and I was like, okay, I'm going to do something practical. And that was just making me really unhappy and it wasn't for me. And so now seeing that I'm starting my YouTube channel and kind of my personal brand and going and I want to do fashion and I'm going to move away because that's what it takes to succeed in that. And they're very, very supportive of that. They, I mean, Evan is amazing because he is going to come with me wherever I go and he wants to see me succeed and he likes to help me with, you know, my videos and taking pictures and stuff like that because, you know, he cares about me and he knows that's something that I love to do and that's just a huge part of who I am. And my family, I mean, especially my parents, they're very, um, you know, protective and I've always been around here and like I stayed close to home for college and stuff like that and so it obviously scares them that I'm gonna have to move away and whatever but them and the rest of my like my entire family are so supportive on just me following my dreams and doing what I want to do because they know that I'm going to make the right decision in the end and they know that I need to do what I want to do to make myself happy so they're just very supportive and I feel so so lucky to be in like my family is like dumb as that sounds but they are just the absolute best and I couldn't wish for a greater family the next question is how do you use your inspirations to motivate you as I was kind of touching on um like Instagram accounts and things that I follow or YouTube videos that I watch they either inspire me for the content that I want to create or as I was saying the life that I want to live so those are goals that I want to work towards and like I said you have to kind of pay attention to those and do those in a healthy sort of manner but um just following people that inspire me and are living the life that I want to live someday really help me stay going and motivated and working towards those goals what tips do you have for staying motivated when you're tired or stressed This obviously happens to everyone and so it can be hard when you get in those ruts but for me um, when you're tired or stressed that means that you know you have a lot of things that are going to help you achieve your goals whether that be schoolwork or your actual job or your side hustle. If you have a lot on your plate That just means you're even closer to getting towards your end goal. You're making all of those steps, you know, doing good in school. If you have a lot of work, you want to get it all done. So, I mean, you're stressed about getting that done. But if you get it all done, you do it like you're one step closer to graduating or you're one step closer to moving up your GPA or if you're doing your side hustle and you're tired or you're stressed out because, you know, you have videos to film and edit or podcasts to record or, you know, whatever it is that you're doing. All of those steps that you're making, even though it's a lot and it's so stressful at the moment, you have to realize that that is moving you closer towards your end goal and furthering you in your career, education, or like I said, whatever you're doing. 
Um, so it's just important to be mindful of that. And I know that, you know, sometimes you need to just sit down and take a nap, but, um, kind of just like not internalizing the stress, but being like, okay, let's use this stress as motivation and fuel to get this stuff done. We have a lot to do. Let's just like bang it out. So the stress can be relieved kind of thing. So I know that that's not easy. It's way easier said than done, but I believe in you. We can all do it. And this is going to be our year, ladies and gents. What kind of content do you consume when you're in a rut and need inspiration? This is kind of touching back to what I was saying earlier. And it really depends on what kind of rut I'm in or what I need inspiration for. If I need to get up and clean my room or do my laundry or go get a car wash, I will watch like organizing videos or cleaning videos or like getting my life together videos those make me want to get up immediately and start getting like everything together or if I I mean honestly those videos for me are like very inspirational and they kind of help with all ruts that I'm in um even though that might seem strange but also if I'm in a rut for like content or something like that I'll watch people's videos that I enjoy watching and see kind of what they're putting out or maybe it'll spark something in me like oh I could do this or so it's really just finding the people that you really enjoy watching and kind of internalizing what they're doing and trying to put your own spin on it and you know give yourself some ideas through that. So those were all of the questions for this Q&A. Thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. I hope that you enjoyed it. If you guys are not following me already on the Instagram, be sure to go and follow me at Living Lovely Podcast on Instagram. You can also follow my personal Instagram at Amanda Louise YT and subscribe to me on YouTube if you guys want some content, baby content. Again, thank you guys so, so, so much for listening. I love you guys endlessly. Until the next week's episode, stay blessed and don't forget to live lovely. Bye.